Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the 2-in-1 Golf Podcast. This is Episode 7. I'm one of your hosts, Sterling Simmons, and I'm joined with Madison Hill. How you doing, Madison? Doing really well. Uh, very exciting day. Got a, got to watch the, the finish of the Open. Kind of bummed Rory wasn't able to close it out, but definitely happy to see Cam Smith. You know, uh, I mean, he just kind of lit the course on fire today. I think he was 8-under, 62-64s. So, I mean, definitely a deserving champ. Um, Rory definitely didn't lose it by any means, but, you know, Cam Smith just ran him down. But I disagree. I, I know, think when you have the firepower that Rory has to to shoot 65, is that what he shot? No, 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 I'm sorry. No, he shot 70, 70 today. today. Yeah, two under. I mean, he, he was off the pace by six strokes. Yeah, I just, you know, it, it almost felt like there was so much pressure on him, not just from himself, I'm sure, but – the fans were all really behind him. The PJ Tour, of course, were behind him. RNA. It just felt like the weight of the world was on his shoulders. So he it, is Rory McIlroy. Yeah, but you know what? If you look at Rory's finishes, and actually, let me take that back because he usually finishes well in majors, but he's so far out of it at that point that it really doesn't matter. But he played four solid rounds, I would say, for this major. The fourth round today, not he did, he just couldn't make any putts. The putter was was just red hot all all week, and then today it just kind of left him. And I guess the magic just went to Cam Smith. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what we were talking about maybe maybe two episodes ago. It's it's really easy to make putts when you're up by four. Yeah. But then as soon as Cam Smith with that pressure on, like he couldn't find the bottom of the cup. Um, I'm also looking at the rounds here, and I wanna I wanna bring something up. All right. So round three, the final pairing was Cam Smith. And Cameron Young. Yep. Smith shot 73. Cameron Young, 71. Yep. Mediocre rounds. Cam Smith had a, a pretty bad round yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, Rory and Victor Hovland today. Rory shot 70. Victor Hovland shot 74. Yeah. Is it some sort of, like, final pairing curse that's going on or something? You know, I don't think so. But I, I think when you are – when you're in second, right – when you go out and uh, you're, what was it, a four-shot differential between mm-hmm. Rory and Cam? Okay. So you go out four, um, you know, down four shots. I think you're just going out there and just trying to make shots. You're really going out there and just trying to apply the pressure. Because it'd be one thing if you were one shot down because, you know, you definitely don't want to have any big mistakes, so you're not going to be as aggressive. But when you're four shots down, you just have to attack pins, and that's what he did today. And I felt like Rory was playing a little defensive at first, and uh, it just seemed like the, the narrative really didn't change until maybe 16. He started to get a little aggressive. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it was a great round by Cam Smith. So what can you say? Yeah. I mean, Rory just didn't take care of business. Um, a 70 at St. Andrews with no wind isn't going to cut it. Um, I forgot who was talking on the broadcast, but they, they texted Tiger or something. And Tiger said, I don't know if you heard this, but like I did, yeah. You got to take care of the the par fours that are drivable. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of the par fives, and you got to avoid the bunkers, and you can't three putt. Yep. Um, now I was playing in my own championship today, on a Sunday. Um, but did Rory have any three putts? I don't think so. He, he he had a lot of two putts, but you know he just it, his lag putting was good. He was just always a little too far. He was a little out of range. Now. Granted, he did miss um, – I can't remember if it was on nine. It was a really makeable um, birdie putt he missed. Now, of course, 
it still wouldn't have won him the tournament if he would have made that putt. But just thinking, you know, maybe the momentum would have uh, been a little bit different going into the back nine. But I don't think he had any three putts today. And did he hit it in any bunkers? Like Tiger said, you got to try to avoid the bunkers. I don't think I saw him hit it in a bunker today. I know he got close, skirted a couple of them, um, but I don't think he hit it into a bunker. But you saw how penalizing it can be with Victor Hovland. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I don't think he hit it in any bunkers today. I see your your pick, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, is at the top of the leaderboard. Not the top, top, but yeah. up to the top, near the top. Yeah, funny thing about that, I think I only sh- saw three of his shots today mm-hmm. and finished top five. I saw his putt on one, and that was about it. And I saw <laughs> his putt on 18, yeah. yeah they, they, they actually showed more of DJ, um, who finished, was he third, or was DJ was uh, tied sixth. Tied sixth. Okay, yeah. So saw more DJ coverage today than Tommy Fleetwood, and Tommy Fleetwood finished higher. So mm-hmm. um, a little disappointing. But I, I honestly, with if I wasn't following along on the app, I would have thought he was way out of it. Yeah. So just goes to show you the, the coverage is a little, you know, a little spotty. But I thought I just thought the battle down the back, and you know, I was sitting there and I was watching. Uh, I think I was watching Rory on seventeen. Hits it into the into the green. I don't know if it was like 15 feet, maybe, um, for his birdie. And I was like, he's got to make this. Like, if he doesn't make this, then you know, Cam has all the momentum. And just to tap in for par there, I just think you know, as Tiger said, you got to take care of business on the par fours. And I don't really think he did that. He parred, I think, all of them. Um, I don't think he did. He have a bogey today. Uh, let me check. And I'm, I'm not stack guy Madison, but I'm going to try. I, I don't think he had a bogey today. I just don't think he made any birdies. He made two birdies the entire day. Yeah. No bogeys. Clean card. So, like I said, you know, he played a solid round. It's just that Cam Smith went out and took it from him. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it, on in most tournaments, right, you've got a four-shot lead going into Sunday. You shoot a two-under, right? In most tournaments, you're probably winning, right? Or at least in a playoff. But yeah. when you're when the person in second goes out and shoots eight under, like I mean, how do, how do you even deal with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say you tip your cap and you congratulate him because it's Rory McIlroy. Like you just you got to find a way to get it done. You haven't gotten it done in eight years. Um, and and you're the PGA Tour, like you're you're the PGA Tour's guy now. Yeah. So I mean, I just feel like this is one you have to get done, and he didn't, especially in front of his. Not his home crowd, but, you it, know. It was definitely a Rory bias crowd. Yeah. I mean, and I was watching him walk off 18, obviously knowing that there was no chance, kind of almost after that chip. Um, he had to hold that chip to even get into a playoff. And you could just see him. You did, it just seemed like he was so dejected. He just he knew that this was his, his shot. He went out on Monday – or, I'm sorry, Monday. He went out on Thursday – and really put himself in contention, which, you know, Rory of late is not that person. Rory of late will go out and shoot like 75 on a Thursday and then come and shoot like a 63 or 64 on Sunday to finish in the top 10. Mm -hmm. But when, you know, he put a really solid round together on Thursday and then followed it up on Friday, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, like this could be Rory's open to lose at this point. Saturday, another solid round. Everyone kind of watches – the cams, um, cam squared, uh, falter a little bit. And then all the momentum is, is on, you know, behind Rory at that point. And I think today, it, it, I know the media was talking about it. I'm sure the fans were, you know, 
definitely given him a lot of um, a lot of support too. So I, I don't know. Maybe the maybe it was just uh, too much. So the other thing I will tell you about, um, speaking of the cams, kind of moving away from the Rory story a little bit, um, Cam Young. Did mm-hmm. you watch him play today? Like there was a no. couple times I thought that he he'd kind of given it away, um, a couple you know bad holes, but to come back. Um, Eagles 18 mm-hmm. to get to 19 under. I mean, what a solid round. Did did that Eagle on 18 time for the lead? or It didn't. It didn't. No, Cam Smith was at 20 under, and that got him to 19 under. So Cam Smith made birdie before he made the Eagle? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it really didn't it didn't matter yeah. um, at that point, but what a, just a huge momentum um, you know, with him going forward. Now, Cam Young, I'd picked him a couple times um, – you know, earlier this year, just because he's been playing some really great, solid golf. Mm-hmm. And to go out in your first open at St. Andrews and just kind of, I don't know, maybe fly under the radar a little bit at first. Nobody was really talking about him. Everyone was was talking about Rory. They were talking about Will Zalatoris. Um, I think that was those were the two big stories. Of course, Tiger as well. And he just kind of flew under the radar. And then, you know, we're watching him in the final pairing on Saturday. And you're just thinking, oh, my God, this guy's really – really taken off and then you know has a little bit of a rough round and then follows it up today and what did he end up shooting today seven under mm-hmm. seven under today um to get into what solo second i believe um at 19 under correct yeah so he yep seven under 65 and yep he was second place 19 under yeah so phenomenal round by cam young i definitely think one to watch he's got very bright career ahead of him. Um, Do you think he makes a President's Cup team? I, I think he, there's a there's got to be a strong argument made for him. Yeah. Um, if you look at just some of his finishes this year, um, he's been playing some really solid golf. So I just don't know how his name can't even be brought up in conversation. I don't know what is his. Do you know what his world ranking is right now? I don't. Okay. We'll make, no, we'll no, on that. no big, uh, big deal. Um, Stack guys throwing you some curveballs here. Um, but yeah, I think he has to be in the conversation just with the stellar play that he had and, and to, you know, go out on a different course. Now I know that the, um, President's Cup is not overseas this year and it is actually in the U.S. where, you know, you might look at some of his ball striking and, and his shot shaping, um, on a windy, flat, dried, baked out course, which would play really well if you were, I don't know, maybe in Australia or something, um, but I just think overall he's just a solid player. Very interesting swing as well, little little Hideki esque mm-hmm. with that long pause at the top, but just pounds the ball. All right, I'll let you guess his official world golf ranking. I'm gonna say 42. Very close. He was he's 32. 32. Okay, and I that- was gonna say 35, but I just thought that would be too. Too high, too quick. And this is without the second place finish today. Okay. So, so he could definitely jump up. Um, yeah, so higher. right now, let's see. He's got Scotty Shuffler in front, Cantlay, Shoffley, Thomas Morikawa, Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, Zella Torres, Billy Horschel, Tony Finau, Max Homa, Kisner, Berger, Harris English, and boom. Then you get Cameron Young. I didn't include Kevin Na and DJ because right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know, solid player this first full year on the PGA Tour. I think he just graduated from Corn Ferry last season. Um, so what a way to just kind of come out and, and make a name for yourself. But I feel like um, we should at least talk about Tiger. I mean, I know he didn't make the cut or anything like that. But, I mean, 150th at St. Andrews, you know, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, you called it last week, no? I, I did. What did you say last week? What was the quote? Um, the quote was, uh, you can either donate it to charity or set it on fire, but don't bet your money on Tiger Woods winning the Open. All right. So, I mean, Tiger goes 78-75. Got the bad draw. Um, yeah, he really did, which I was kind of surprised about. I thought they would have set him up for some, you know, good coverage and everything like that. Well, you know, you got to be fair. Yeah, that's true. So, you got get the bad the bad end of the stick. What do they say? The short end of the stick. There you, you go. You nailed it. Yep. Um, I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I'm not either. I he didn't really look comfortable on the leg. I was watching him kind of walk around um, the course. I think someone someone might have quoted and said it was a Inspector Gadget leg. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I've been known to say that it's being held together by duct tape. Um, in a compression sleeve. In a compression sleeve, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I thought just with his knowledge, he would be able to just kind of get it around here, but it just it just didn't seem like he ever felt too comfortable. Um, so it definitely definitely had some emotions coming up 18. I think he knew probably the last time he teased it up at St. Andrews. Definitely not his last open. But, um, yeah, I think all in all is a, a decent week for him. I, I mean, I don't know. How do you even how do you gauge it anymore? I mean, I feel like he didn't he he, he finished. Yeah, he, he finished. finished early, but yeah. he finished. He finished. Yeah, it's it's hard to even gauge. Like, how do you how do you classify a good tiger round now? I mean, so he doesn't finish the U.S. Open. No, doesn't play the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Doesn't finish the PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. Misses the cut at Augusta. No, nope, he played okay. all four rounds. Okay, at all, played all four rounds at Augusta. So I just don't even know like what it, what does a good round look like anymore? Um, is it just him making the cut, or are we going to see some flashes of, of greatness like it used to? I just I don't know what to, to to really gauge it by anymore. So two things, I think it's a good round if he's smiling after eighteen, if if it's a miscut or a made cut, whatever, no matter what the score is, and he's not hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just don't think an open championship is where he can play well. Meaning, I see Tiger, if he's going to play well, I think it's got to be at a golf course where he can just fly the ball on the green and it stops and sits there. Where off the tee, like the ball's not going to roll 30 yards and go left or right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I get what you're saying, but, you know, he has, I mean, he's made a career playing on, on link-style courses as well. I mean... I just don't think that's his game anymore. I don't think he has the practice, like the time to practice those kind of because they're all feel shots. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you have to feel that kind of seven iron, one hop, and roll out. You know, ten feet. That's not like I don't think he has that because he doesn't have time to practice anymore with that Inspector Gadget leg. Yeah, I, the one thing I will say about that though that was different that a couple people were commenting on. So he played, so he played the J.P. McManus. Mm-hmm. He also played, I want to say, two full practice rounds at St. Andrews. And then um, I think it was Wednesday, he just he went to the range and spent hours on the range. And that's typically something we, not, we don't see him do 
of recent since the injury, right? It's it's very minimal, um, minimal rounds. He might play nine one day, nine another, and then maybe he works on the range, maybe he doesn't. So I I kind of thought, you know, things were looking up, and he might make the make the cut this week. Um, I didn't definitely didn't think he was going to win. Um, I've been very clear about that. But I definitely thought he would at least make the cut and, and see the weekend through, almost kind of how it was at um, it was at the Masters. It just seemed like his leg was in a better place and his body was in a better place, but clearly it it wasn't. Maybe it's just his game. Yeah, uh, I think this is what we're going to see from Tiger for pretty much the rest of his career, honestly, unless something crazy happens and, and the course is set up just right for him. I think this is what we get. Do you think that the only time we really see him in contention is at Augusta? No, I mean, I think you're going to get... <clears throat> I think he'll still play in his own event. Do you think so? Well, I would assume so. I so, would assume so. But here's here's the other question. Who comes to that event now? I mean, it's an invitational. It is an invitational, but typically it's, you know, it's top guys in the world. Now we've got some that are you know, live guys and some that are PGA Tour guys. So, yeah, I mean, Tiger, I mean, we heard what he said earlier in the week about live golf. Yeah. He does not support it at all. So I don't think he will invite the DJs, the Brooks, the Brysons. Yeah. It seems like he's, you know, very close with JT. Obviously, he's called JT his little brother, but very close with Rory and JT. And um, saw him talking to Rom um, a little bit at the JP McManus and then again at the Open. So, um I think you know just kind of the guys that he's surrounding with himself are a little bit different than what they used to be, but um, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, I do, do think he plays there. Um, and I guess it just depends on where the majors are over the next couple years, where, where he plays or not. The one question I have is, do you think he plays all four majors next year? Where are they? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, yeah. There's one that will be at Augusta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's uh, – it, the Open, I think, is World St. George next year. Um, Couldn't tell you. Let's see. So the U.S. Open was East Coast this year, so it should be West Coast next year, typically. Um, but, yeah, do I'll you think you. it just depends on the course? I think it just depends on the course. I'll, I'll talk a little bit as you look those up. Royal, um, Liv- Royal Liverpool will be 2023. No chance. I just Yeah, I don't think he'll ever contend again in an Open. Really? Just write that down and quote me. I don't... I don't care. I don't think Tiger will ever contend it again and again and again and again and again. He'll never – I don't think he'll ever play well in an Open Championship. Um, I think he'll always have a chance at Augusta. The U.S. Open, with it being so tough. It's going to be at um, L.A. Country Club next year. Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with the course, so I couldn't tell you. Um, and then I think he has – a chance at the PGA Championship, um, depending on where it is. What Oak Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see him at the Masters for all four days. And that's <laughs> about it. Yeah. Make sure if you want to go to the other open cha- or the other major championships, make sure you go on, on Thursday. Yeah, and Thursday, Friday. Friday if to you guarantee. want to see Tiger Woods. Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing from the open I want to talk about is how well the live players played this week. Yeah, I, I saw some reports about it, and I think they asked, I don't know, they asked Mr. Ryder Cup himself, Taylor Gooch, um, 
if there was a reason that they thought they were playing really well, if they thought that the media was kind of almost banding them together because there was so much um, you know negative attention around them. And he said he probably um, it could be something about it, but um, I don't know. But yeah, they all did play pretty well. You know, DJ was up there. Taylor Gooch was up there for a while. I think Bryson finished. Did he finish top 20? Yeah, Bryson was actually top 10. He was top 10. Okay, yeah. Didn't really see much of him. Saw him tapping on on 18. And I I do think the coverage was a little more – well, actually, I know that it was a little more PGA, um, DP World Tour biased. Uh, They weren't showing much of the the live guys, and I'm I'm sure there was a reason for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, good for them. Here's the thing, though. Right, and and I'll put, throw this on the table too because this is something I had seen a couple weeks ago, and I'm hoping it's not true now, um, even more than I was then. But obviously, there's been talks of Cam Smith potentially going to live. He was asked about it in his interview afterwards. Didn't really say no. Um, kind of just was like, hey, you know that I let my team deal with that stuff. I haven't talked to anybody in particular, so a no, but not really a no. Um, so that's kind of alarming. But these guys have to play well in the majors because if they win, obviously they get in the following year, right? If they don't, if they don't play well, and there's there's a potential that they'll never get to play in another major. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, obviously Dustin will get to continue to play in, in the Masters. Um, PGA Championship? Well, he's a Masters well, winner, so they'll continue to maybe. Uh, we don't know yet. Well, that's true. We that's don't know. Thing. You're don't shaking know. your head over there. So yeah, that's that. We don't know that. But I think the only thing they'll be able to play in will be the Open Championship and the U.S. Open. M- maybe, maybe but that still still has not been confirmed. So we're not not 100 percent sure what next year will look like. <clears throat> this year, yes, because I think it was too late for them to try and like throw anything in there. But next year, we really don't know for sure what what the, the each tournament is going to be able to do. So. I guess it's kind of just a wait-and-see thing, really. Yes, but for the U.S. Open and the Open, mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be open to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, what's so funny about that? So, like... No, I... Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, if... if like, who right now can't play in the U.S. Open? Mm, I, I mean, I don't think... I don't think it's men's or women. I mean, nobody can't play. Correct, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's open to everyone, and I feel like if they start banning the live players, and you might have to change the name, honestly. Like so to the U.S. sort of open. Yeah. Kind of open. The sometimes semi- open. <laughs> the semi. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think those two will always be available. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I think. The Masters, they're gonna, they're gonna. It's still an invitational, even if you are a past champion, I believe. Um, like I think Tiger even gets that little card in the mail that says you're invited. Yeah, I was gonna, because I guess that was the big question, though. Well, no, because I guess technically Phil wasn't a live guy at that point, so he couldn't have been asked to not come. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I don't know. It, the whole thing's interesting. I did see that. I think they were talking about it on the broadcast. Live Golf has officially applied for World Golf Rankings, um, so that process could take about a year. Um, obviously, the the players wouldn't be earning any points. But I did see, and I uh, I think I reposted something. Uh, Dan Rappaport 
put something out there that Paul Casey had said that there's group chats going on with the the Live Tour guy are actually going to be looking at playing in some of the Asian events just to try and continue to get world golf ranking points. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess they the reason that they're they're talking about it in kind of a group is if they all go currently their world ranking points are high enough where they could you know elevate the field and get more world golf ranking points but i guess if only a handful of them go it it doesn't really matter but the reason i bring that up is because if you've listened to any of their pressers what do they always talk about i'm going to play less golf and spend more time with family Mm -hmm. now you're going to be overseas playing in these these events and um is it it's not pga tour china what what is it is it is it DP? Oh, yeah, just the Asian Tour. Okay, so just the Asian Tour. I thought that used to be sponsored by the PGA, but maybe it's not anymore. Maybe they don't have affiliation. But So you say, I'm going to play less and spend more time with my family, and now you're going to be overseas playing more golf to try and get world golf ranking points in addition to playing Live Tour, in addition to uh, the majors. So it doesn't really sound like they're saving much time or they're getting more time off, but I guess they'll just have to wait and see um, what comes out of it. But I think for them, it, it this might sound strange, but yes, they're playing the same amount of golf, minus like 54 holes compared to 72, but like the same amount of tournaments, invitationals, whatever, but it'll be more spread out. Because like, when, when they talk about, I'm not going to be playing as much golf, I think they're kind of referencing, you know, feeling like they have to play in order to keep up in the FedEx Cup. You know what I'm saying? The FedEx Cup uh, points. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's true. Um, but I mean, you look at some of the the bigger names up there. I mean, they're not really playing that much. I mean, think about it before. Like, how many tournaments did you really see DJ play in? Not many, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it just like to me. So, so yeah. Let's say DJ's typical schedule um, has him playing like 15 events or 16 events. Mm-hmm. So. You're playing eight this year, which is great, right? But you're going to be playing 14 next year. And then you're putting four majors on top of that. And then if you have to play additional um, tournaments overseas to continue to get World Golf ranking points to get into some of the majors that you might not already qualify for, I I just, to me, it doesn't make too much sense. So, um, but anyways. Real quick, I looked at it, and there are 10 live players that made the cut. That's great. Yeah. That's, oh, I mean, great for them because, I mean, you know, Liv has, has always said, hey, we've got the best players um, in, in the world teeing it up for us. Um, so, you know, having them all make the cut at the at a major is, is great for them. But um, moving on from the Open, congratulations again, Cam Smith, um, champion golfer of the year. But there was another very important open this week. Um, so I kind of want to get into that with you. Um, it was the Virginia state open or mm. state open of Virginia, however you want to say it. And our very own Sterling teed it up this week. So, um, tell me a little bit about your, uh, your rounds. I know there's some weather, um, that came in and delayed us a little bit, but, um, what, how, how did it go? Yeah. So, so day one, it was, um, it was on Friday. I had an early tee time, nine twenty, um, and I don't know, my, my, my game felt like it was pretty good. Uh, not great, but, you know, I thought I could compete. And, and it's just same old story. I mean, we've been talking about it a bunch on this podcast, but um, my putting stinks that showed. 
Uh, the greens are running really fast this weekend. And, I mean, you were out there on Friday. I just I never got comfortable with my putting with the green speeds. So every time I went to go putt, in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, just don't three putt. Like, you don't have to make this one, but, hey, you definitely got a three putt. And when you have that mindset going into it, like, you have no chance. Um, so I shot a 78 round one. Um, I'm not sure how many putts I had, but I'm sure it was over. I don't even know. It was probably over in the 39 to 40 range. Um, hit the ball great, like I said, also in, in some other put- podcasts. But I drove it like Rory. Um, I drove <laughs> it great. And, and then round two, like the ball striking continued. I drove it great. Um, and I, I just putted a little bit better. I got a little bit more comfortable over the, um, with the green speeds, and I shot a 75. Um, but I'm like, I'm telling you, I watched the guys come in today um, that played in round three. Spoiler alert, I didn't make the cut. But, like, I'm hitting it well. I'm hitting it just as good as them. Uh, they're just rolling in their, you know, their five to ten footers, and, you know, I'm missing mine. So I think that's the, the big difference um, in my game right now. Yeah, it's all what you were talking about, I think, um, we might have talked about it in the first podcast. You were saying that when you played last year, you noticed a lot of guys using the arm lock. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not. So when I was walking out, because I met um, I met you on the back nine, and um, I, I passed a bunch of groups, and I, I, there were so many people with arm locks. I, I'm really kind of shocked at at how many I saw, but I mean, I guess that's kind of the new trend, and it they, they must be having some success with it um, because. If not, then then why continue? And I know that you tried it for a little while, and it just didn't seem as comfortable for you. But um, yeah, good lord, there was a ton of arm locks out there. I think the the winner had an arm lock as well. Yeah. So, so I like I said, I watched the final round today, um, all eighteen holes from a few different groups, and everyone in the final group, all three of them had arm locks, and the gentleman evan beck who finished in second place also had an arm lock um i'm not gonna lie i finished up round two this morning and i went to golf galaxy <laughs> and were you looking at arm locks? i was looking at putters <laughs> oh god all right and a couple arm locks were there and i i stroked a few mm-hmm. and <laughs> it still didn't feel right but i mean after watching the, these guys play this afternoon I might have to go back to Golf Galaxy tomorrow and just, and I don't know, just bite the bullet and get one and 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 try a legit one because, like I said, with mine, it needs about five degrees aloft. Yeah, and that's way too much to try to bend, and so I don't know. I just probably should buy one and and really give it a chance. Did Did you try with the wrist lock? I feel like you did, did or we talked s- about it. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about it in the podcast, but I put a wrist lock on my Scotty. And it's the same thing. You're putting so much forward press on it that the putter still needs another four degrees aloft. Um, so it didn't work out. I got you. I did notice that Cam Young had the the wrist lock this week. So I um, I didn't I knew that we had talked about it, but I didn't know if you'd actually ever put it on a putter. But um, so the State Open was at Independence. Um, like you said, I was out there for a little bit. Got to, to got to follow you for a little bit. Uh, then there was a weather delay that came in, and um, Let's see. Then weather came in again yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, you're right. So yeah. first round, I got all the way to what was 16, it? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yep. I got seventeen Sorry. on the green. 
One yeah. one hole left, and they blew the horn. Yeah. And I think it might have been thundering a little bit, but it never rained. I don't think. I only heard one like one round of thunder. Never saw any lightning, and then I mean, just a couple drops of rain. But not long. I mean, no, no real weather. Yeah, so that put us in a hold for about an hour, maybe hour and a half. We went back out there, um, finished up. And then for round two, my tee time was supposed to be 2.20. Yeah. So I get there at 1.30. I'm warming up. I'm putting. I'm stretching, doing all the good stuff. And then at 1.55, uh, they blew the horn because there was a storm coming in. So I never even got a chance to tee off. I sat there. And waited, and I didn't tee off until 5.50 the same uh, afternoon. So we went out at 5.50, we played 11 holes, um, got down around 8.45, and it was very interesting because we finished, we started on the back nine, finished 18, and I'm looking around like, all right, it's pretty dark. Like, they're probably going to blow the horn. They're probably going to be like, all right, like, up to you guys. Like, what do you want to do? We finished 18. I looked at the rules official. They were like, let's try to get two or three more in. I was like, there's no chance <laughs> we play two to three more holes. So we go to one, and, I mean, we can see the ball take off, but we don't see it land. They still had spotters out there. Uh, we finished one, and then the rules official was like, all right, look, if you start playing two, you have to finish it. Oh, okay. So you either start playing two and you finish two, or you finish right here on, on number one. So we decided, well, one gentleman in our group said, all right, I'm done. It only takes one person in the group to say no. So uh, we packed it up and then came back out Sunday morning at 7.30, played eight holes. I was even for those eight holes. I was, putter was pretty decent today. Um and I shot 11 over. For the tournament, yeah. For the, yeah, yeah, for the, for the tournament. tournament. Let's let's check that. So that yeah. was over two rounds. So. so it was a par 71. I shot 78, 75. Um, and I was even par on my back nine in the second round. So What did the cut? The cut line move to four, right? Five. Four, five. Okay, I yeah. actually went to five, yeah. Okay, yeah. I knew with the weather. I told you. I, I knew when we were waiting. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure the cut line's going to move up. So, um, what, do you think that's up or down? <laughs> well, <laughs> I love having this conversation. I mean, what do you mean? Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going up because you're either it the was num- the, the numbers, numbers increasing. Yeah, the numbers increasing okay, over some, par, so it would be going up. Yeah, some people might think like, oh, like the cut just moved up. Yeah, meaning like it went from even to one under, but it's moving up the leaderboard. So is that how you see it? I would I would say I that's moving. It, moving so down. give me give me a scenario. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah. So cut line moves from three over to five over. This is no okay. All right. So what did it do? Yeah. What did it do? Did it move up or did it move down? Uh, see, I say the cut went down to five. Down to five. Because I, I I see it as that little line is literally moving down the leaderboard. Oh, uh, I guess I could see how you you mean that. And now I'm, that I'm I was thinking, thinking like up the score is moving up. Correct. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The the number, the actual yeah. number is moving up. I also think I might say like it just went back. You know what I'm saying? I think I might use back. I'm just gonna from now on, just to be safe, I'm just gonna say the cut moved from two 
Yeah. That, way, that way nobody's like, what do you mean by that? Is that up or down? I'm just going to say the cut moved from three over to five over. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the course seemed like it was in, in decent shape. Um, it The greens, I, I think it was, I'm trying to remember what hole it was, 15, um, where you were kind of on that bottom tier. You... 16. 16. Okay, yeah. So you push your drive. Madison, you listen. Push your drive right. No, 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 no. <laughs> Madison was only up there for four holes. <laughs> okay, hold on. So so we talked about scratch this. Scratch that. No, no, scratch it again. Scratch it again. He was only up there for two and a half. Okay, no, I was out he, there a lot. No, well, no, let, me t- let me tell you this. Okay. Let's get, let's move this back. So we were talking about it, and I was like, hey, man, I've got some, um, I've got some work calls and stuff in the morning I've got to take. So um, I'll be out there. You tee off at which is 920, right? Yeah. I was like, so I'll, call, I'll catch you on the, on the back. And you were like, yeah, if you come out there at 12, you should be able to catch me on my back nine. And I was like, okay, great. So I get out there at 12, right? I'm you know, looking at the app. Of course, the app is not updating as fast as I, I thought. So when I get there, I think it said that you had, I don't know if you said you just made the turn or you had just finished 10. And I was like, perfect. So I walked down 10 fairway. There's a group on the on the tee box. You're not there. I walk to 11, and I'm like, this doesn't look right either. So then I cut up 18 and start walking backwards, and I'm looking at the app, and it's like, okay, now he's on 13. I was like, okay, great. So I there's nobody on the tee box on 13. I walk all the way down to the green on 13, and I'm looking. And I'm like, none <laughs> of these people look like Sterling. So then I walk back and then go up that little intersection again to 15, and I think I catch you on the green on 15. So yeah. you can blame the app, <laughs> but I walked around for 45 minutes before I even found your group. So just going to put that out there. So if the app was updating correctly, I would have found, found out I exactly mean, it where was. you were. Uh, it was like two or three holes late. Yeah, but that's how I, I, legit. Like I've played in a few tournaments where they use a live scoring um, from Golf Genius. Like that's just how it works. Well, anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean... Uh, so, I think overall, though. Uh, so he was out there for two and a half <laughs> holes. He caught me on fifteen green after I had already hit my second shot. Yeah, um, I watched you putt. I think you two putted that, right? Watched me two putt. Then he watched me three putt on sixteen. Sixteen, you well, sixteen was it was kind of an interesting shot, right? So you block it right. You're kind of standing on the shoulder of a bunker yep. in the rough. It, the ball buries down a little bit. Yeah. You hit a pretty good shot into the green, but this is a two-tier green, mm-hmm. and so you're kind of on that lower shelf. And I watched the guy in front of you um, make make that putt, and it seemed like his really kind of he. I'm sorry, he didn't make it, but I watched him putt, and his really kind of broke hard to the left, and he left his short. And then I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, so Sterling's probably because let me let me just back up a little bit. So whenever you play with Sterling. If you're not rolling the ball <laughs> three feet past the hole, then you really didn't hit it. And he'll tell you that. And he's like, I don't even – I mean, he tells everybody that. If it's not going three feet past the hole, then clearly it wasn't even um, it wasn't even a good putt. So I'm thinking, okay, he's just seen this one come up short. So th- there's no way he's leaving this putt short. So I watched him hit it, and it rolls and just kind of goes it to the top of the hill. And I'm thinking, okay, it seems like the pace is really off, but maybe it's more downhill – on the other side, then I think it was not. It was not. So what was it? Probably like what? Four feet short. Yeah. Okay. So four feet short. So I'm like, man, that's that's kind of wild. Um, but yeah, ended up uh, three putting that one. But look, stayed open. A lot of great players there. 
story storyline of the week. Thirteen year old was in the field, mm-hmm. and did he make the sure. cut? He did. So he he got a chance to finish round two on time, and I think he was at on the number. Mm-hmm. Bit, and so it, he was at plus five, and I was thinking like we were talking to, to a couple guys like, for the tournament, and we're like, yeah, like it's a shame, like he's probably not going to get in. Because um, I think the cut was at like plus three or plus four at the time, and there weren't a whole lot of guys that still had to finish. And I was thinking, like, yeah, you probably just you know will miss it by one. Yeah. Um, but sure enough, as soon as we finished round two, the cut the cut line had moved back forward down whatever to from four to five, um, and he got in. So he was there this morning at ten o'clock. Um, Did you see how he finished up? Yeah, he shot three under today. <laughs> he shot 300 yards. I think he was one of the best rounds in the course today and ended up shooting plus two total. Yeah, so the local the local news was out there um, with just some really short coverage. Um, it was normally two like hour. I mean, two hour window. A local? Yeah, but I mean. It ain't the PGA Tour. Yeah, like but still, too. Anyways, so in going back to that, um, on Friday. They mm-hmm. were supposed to pick it up, or no? Was it Saturday? No, it was Sat- Saturday. So it was Saturday, right? And then all the weather delays. I think they were only on air for like an hour, um, just because they their window got pushed back so far. But anyways, so they interviewed him, and he was saying he was like, "Yeah, you know, it, it's it's tough out here because I really don't hit it as long as these other people. So I have to really make sure that you know I'm dialed in with my irons and my putting is really good. So the fact that you said that he went out and shot three under today." definitely impressive because he um watched some videos of him um that they played on cbs6 just kind of showing him a couple shots of his round he's definitely barely making it to the fairways on some of these longer holes yeah it's nuts so 18 um to carry the water to even get to the grass was 230 and it was into the wind today i didn't see him hit but i i don't know where you go like you, there's no place to lay up. No. So I mean, unless you have unless he hits him, it up on the cart path, and it is and way right. Yeah. Um. So unless he hit a bomb, um, on 18, then I don't know what he did there. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It was kind of like watching uh, uh, Charlie Woods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, didn't miss a fairway. He was hitting his five iron and four iron, you know, onto the green and rolling in some putts. So very impressive. Uh, his name is Brandon um, Spires or something like that. Is that right? I thought it was Scythe. S- uh, something like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, an SP something. Yeah, but um, obviously great player. I mean, has a, a good future ahead of him too. So yeah, to go out and do that. But um, full full sponsored. He's got a, he's got a, a Betonardi sponsorship. I saw him with a hat on. I was like, he literally plays in one hat when he gets interviewed. He pulls out the Bettinardi hat and wears that. Wow. Did you see him playing in a Bettinardi hat? I didn't really look at the hat that he was wearing. I saw him interviewed in a Bettinardi hat. Yeah. So he keeps that one nearby in case he gets interviewed. Um, he, I know my girlfriend was telling me about this. Like He likes Titleist. No, no, no. Sorry. He's sponsored by Titleist. Jeez. Right? So he has okay. a full 14 club. I don't know if it's a deal, but like he gets clubs, whatever. But he really wants ping, and apparently ping won't give him the time of day, (laughs) which is crazy. It's interesting to hear like uh, 
you're, we're talking about a 13 year old who has endorsement deals, but also the fact that he is smart enough or has been, I guess, trained enough to know that whenever I'm going to be interviewed, I've got to make sure that I've got the right hat on. Yeah. That's, um, that's pretty insane. I mean, you see, I'm trying to think who it is. Is it NASCAR drivers? They always do that. Like when they win or sometimes they're interviewed, they'll put on hats. Um, so, wow. Shout out to him. Um, making big moves. Surprised he hasn't gotten a scholarship somewhere already. I wouldn't be surprised. He's got offers, I'm sure. So, moving forward, looking ahead, 2023, state open. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that you're going to try and try and work on? Um, I know we talked about putting, but it doesn't sound like the rest of your game needs any improvement. No, not really. I mean, legit, not really. I mean, I'll say this. I was comfortable over the putter today on my last eight holes, and I shot even par. So I had two bogeys, two birdies, and the rest were pars, four pars. And, I mean, that's even par. I know it's only eight holes, but, like, I felt good today. I felt comfortable. Like, that's where my game is. And I don't know. At Independence, I've played there a lot of times. Like, even par shouldn't be too hard for me. So I, I think I can make the cut. That's my goal for 2023 is still to make the cut. Yeah, I mean, you definitely um, – you played Independence a couple weeks ago and shot 74, right? So, yeah. I mean, we know you can play out there. Um, I, I will say I thought maybe the pace of play was getting to you a little bit. <laughs> Just kind of watching, um, you know, some of the other players out there and some of the players in your group, it just seemed like it was taking a while. And um, – I, I just was going to ask you about that. I meant to ask you about it on Friday, but um, I didn't want to get you out of competition mode during the break. So, yeah, I am. Um, I'm fortunate to where I can flip that switch um, whenever I kind of need to. So, I noticed the pace of play was a little slow. I noticed the two guys in my group were taking their time. Um, I wouldn't say it affected my play. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, I just I get myself ready for the shot. I let the other two guys go because uh, I'm usually, you know, in front of them uh, hitting those bombs off the tee. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get the number before they even hit. I get the club, and then I just kind of stand there and wait. And then as soon as the last guy hits a shot, then like boom, I'm into it. Yeah, I I, I noticed though, like on the tee, I think it was probably the the toughest thing because you know if you're behind someone who's playing slow. And, and look, you know, it, it just seemed uh, – there was one guy in your group that it just seemed like the the pre-shot routine was just kind of egregiously long. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was wondering because it, it just – I mean, and, and not to say he was the only one because there was a group that came through ahead of you um, that I watched tee off. And the guy, um, the first one to tee off, I mean, he stood, stood over there um, – just before he went, actually walked up to the ball, it was probably at least 45 seconds, maybe a little bit longer. And then once he actually addressed the ball and, and sat there, he sat over it for at least another 30 seconds before he, he took the club back. And the guys behind him, I noticed, just kind of as fast as the ball, as the tee was into the ground, like they were into it. And I, I just got to feel like, you know, over 18 holes, that's got to kind of weigh on you a little bit. 
just seems like it, any type of momentum you might have just kind of you just got to sit and wait. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing on pace of play and how long your pre-shot routine takes. If you have a pre-shot routine that's more than 20 seconds from teeing the ball up and actually hitting it, like you better be shooting no worse than two over par. Yeah. If you're if you have a slow pre-shot routine but you're playing really good golf, I don't have an issue with it. Yeah. But if you're out there shooting 80s, like yeah, we got to change something. We got to figure it out cuz I was watching the last two groups today come down on uh, the back nine and I, I started to notice like they don't hit the ball until they're absolutely ready. Like mm. they do a, a couple rehearsal swings. They'll stand over the golf ball and it's almost like Kevin not ask where like they'll stand over it for a while and you think they might even step off it because they've been standing over it yeah. for so long. But they make sure like, all right, boom, I'm ready. And then they hit and it's usually a pretty good shot. Yeah. So, I mean, they're definitely trusting the process um, with their pre-shot routine. Yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely agree with you on that. I, I think if it's one of those things where you're taking a little bit longer, but you're you're pure in the shot every time and you're hitting exactly the shot that you've, you're kind of seen and that you want, um, that's one thing. But I- if you're the guy that's standing on the tee um, and, and you're just kind of take, checking the wind three and four times and really just like, you know, m- multiple practice swings and then lining up the shot again and then standing over the ball for a while. And then it's, you know, it's a block right or it's a hook left or it's top. I mean, that that's when it gets – it's almost like um, – it's almost like when you play with someone, right? And they're in the middle of the fairway and they've got a three wood in their hand and they're waiting for the green to clear. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, you should, you could, you know, you could probably hit and they're like, no, 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 I, I could probably hit into them. I can, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So everyone else in the group hits, or if you're waiting on that person, if you're playing, you know, kind of in order or whatever, um, everyone else is waiting on this guy. And then finally the green clears the group behind you is now in the tee box waiting for you, uh, waiting for your group, and he tops it. Or he hits the ball, hits it well, and he's 100 yards short. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can almost have to be a little self-aware. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, I, I just noticed it was a little slow out there. And then we talked about it beforehand that you thought the, the rounds would be pretty long. But um, I don't know. I don't know how you do it sometimes. I don't know. You just... I, again, like you, you know it's gonna happen when you go into the round, and I don't know. I'm just the kind of guy where like nothing really gets to me. Like I'm pretty, what do they say, even keeled? Even keeled, yeah. Whatever that means. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know. What keeled it just means that you know nothing really, like you said, nothing really gets to you. Yeah. You're not you're not too excited by anything. You're not too disappointed by anything. You're just kind of, you know, even even keeled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're so. even par. That was my state open. Um, some photos posted on the Two in One Golf Podcast Instagram. If you want to go check that out, um, I do want to ask you one more question about the state open. Sure. Okay. So I, I noticed everyone's in carts. Yeah. Okay. So not everyone, but yeah. Well, yeah. I I saw. I think that the winner um, yeah. walked um, the course. Do you think that would be a benefit? having everyone walk because so here's the thing that I'm thinking, right? So if you are playing with someone, because I saw some people, two people in a cart, some people was like the player and then their caddy or, you know, they didn't have anybody. So an example that you had 
the guy you're you're riding a cart with pulls it way left, right? Your ball is on the right. So it's like, you know, you have to wait over there for them. They've got to get their yardage. They've got to get everything. Instead of you just being able to walk up to your ball, get your yardage, and then go, kind of stay in your game, you're kind of almost like waiting for someone else. So I, I, I guess, do you think that it should be kind of walking except for, you know, age or medical reasons, take a cart? No. Okay. So I just feel like it, it seems like a little more legit. Yeah, 100% would feel more legit. But, like, who was going to caddy for me this weekend? I told you I was going to caddy for you. Where were you? Didn't you just say you had phone calls to make? Yeah, because you told me you didn't need me on Wednesday. So <laughs> I, I've scheduled two meetings. Like, I don't know what you want from All right. So my thing is, like, not everyone can find a caddy. So then what? You just have to carry your own bag. And then you got 95-degree weather coming in. and But that's junior golf, though. Junior? Well, I mean, how many times have you walked the course? How many times have we walked the course? 95-degree yeah, weather. We carry our bags, and we walk the course. We never take a cart. Madison, it was a five-hour round <laughs> with a golf cart. <laughs> saying. It's going to at least 530 on foot. Okay, push cart. Give everybody a push cart or a pull cart. Where are you going to find 150 push carts? I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not going to find 150 caddies. You're not going to find 150 push carts. You can find, you know, 70 golf carts. Every golf course has a bunch of golf cart, gar- uh, a bunch of golf carts just sitting around. Yeah. So I get it. I just, you know, it was one of those things I was like, man, it just feels like this would be more legit. And that's kind of what I was expecting too, right? Because when you told me, you were like, hey, I don't need a caddy. Um, I think I'm just going to like go to just try and like do it myself. I was like, oh man, he's going to go out there and like, you know, grab, you're going to push your cart around. I was like, man, that, that's like, that's pretty uh that's pretty legit, right? And then I get out there and I see everybody in carts and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. So, I guess that's kind of kind of where I, I maybe it's just a little more surprised than anything else. Um so, I don't know. I just felt like it would be a little more uh feel, feel like a real tournament if everyone was walking. It was a definitely it was a real tournament. But well, I mean uh, it was a real tournament, but you know what I mean. Yeah, junior golf, right? That's what you just called it. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, you know, junior golfers they walk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Junior walkers, junior walkers, junior golfers do walk. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But you were, she you also had some guys that were seventy plus out. You and out there. and like so, Dick Mass, right? Seventy one years old. He can get a cart. No, see, that's where I draw the line. It's okay. So it's kind of the same thing, right? It. On the on the uh, Champions Tour, right? You get John Daly a cart. Because of medical, age or medical. Is it age or medical? I don't know or if it's it age or medical, but medical. But, I mean, he could get one for age, too. Okay. So I mean, he's playing the same tees as y'all. The least y'all could do is give him a cart. Why? Because he's older? Yeah, maybe. Nah. Bump that. Mm, yeah, well. Getting a golf cart is an advantage, if you ask me. I, I don't know. I like walking. I feel like you stay, stay more loose walking. And you can kind of stay in. in would the you shot. shoot? Would you shoot today, walk? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but we're talking about two different skill levels here. <laughs> and hey, ladies and gentlemen, I got him. Go ahead, Madison. Would you shoot this morning? So Madison played eighteen holes. Today. I did. Okay, so here, so here's here. Let's preface it a you little walk bit. Walker, I I walked <laughs> eighteen holes this morning. 
7.30. The range wasn't open yet, so I just went out of there. <laughs> Is that the excuse? The range wasn't open? No, no, no. Not, a, hey, not an excuse. Good just, thing you walked up. I was just yeah. <laughs> my back nine was a lot better than my front nine because my body got loose. No, but I mean, it's it's just one of those things. I, I enjoy personally walking more than riding because I feel like once you hit a shot and you just hop right back in the golf cart, you just kind of out of it at that point until you get to your next shot. I don't know. Oh gosh, I'm gonna, I got the hiccups in here because I'm laughing so hard. Um, no, yeah, like for me, riding in a golf cart, it might save a couple strokes over a uh, 54 hole event. All right, well then I know how to get you. I'll just make you walk. Sure, I'll make you walk too. I just got you 87. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did shoot 88 this morning. Not proud of it. Um, game was horrible this morning <laughs> i mean there's there's no sugarcoating it it was just uh i didn't really know what the ball was doing i was missing a little left oh actually i take that back i was missing a little right and then i was missing a little left um but the back nine found something in the swing still didn't still didn't shoot very well um but you know so so here's here's what i'm saying so today is um july 17th 2022 uh when is the when are the qualifiers for next year's state open? I don't are they know. usually we'll like a month, a month yeah. ahead? Okay, we'll say it's the first of June. All right, so uh, Sterling's going to coach me. <laughs> I just signed him up for that. Sterling and I are going to work on my swing. I um, saw this. This are you really going to? I'm, I'm is putting this it in for here. Real? This is for real. I saw this in the text. I, I thought he's joking. No, no, this is real. All right, so um, you know we talking about. I can't remember what you were saying earlier, but you were saying, you know, trust the process, everything, right? So um, over the next however many months, let's say a year, right? Because, or let's yeah. say 11 months, because the qualifier will be uh, a month early. Sterling, I'm going to allow Sterling, Sterling to work on my swing, and I'm going to listen to what he says. Um, I'm not going to just get out there and pound balls like I typically do. But the goal is next year to... Um, qualify for the state open for me. Certainly, we know we'll be there, but um, qualify for the state open and see if I can if I can play. Do I think I'll make the cut? No, probably not. But uh, I would at least love to say that I could. I teed it up alongside Sterling, and we'll <laughs> see who uh, who shot better. We should ask if I do. If I do, throwing it out there um, to the VSGA. If I do, we should see if we could. Uh, um, you know, go out on the same, get the same tea times. Donate it to charity. <laughs> <laughs> Set it on fire. <laughs> Madison. <laughs> Madison. No disrespect. <laughs> you can't say no disrespect. <laughs> and then throw out a disrespectful comment. Disrespect. No disrespect. All right, throw it out there. You got no chance. All right, here. Okay. All right. Listen. So we'll put it here. So I've said. Listen. You got. I, I've no said. <laughs> I, di- I didn't say that I was going to, going to make the cut. I, I just did. said qualify. You ain't qualify. What What did you shoot to qualify? Uh, seventy six. Uh, okay, so if I can shoot, if I can get into the seventies, do you realize how did I qualify? I don't know. How many did you have to play in several? So I played in our section championship. Okay. Which was also the qualifier for the state open. Okay. So at the at the section championship, you got to be top twenty. Okay. Yeah, so like it's it's easy for me to qualify. It's a whole different league for you. So what do you, what is it for the amateur level? 
or the so, amateur wave, what do you have to do? Do you know? At that level, you have to go to the qualifying site. There's usually 30 to 40 guys. Mm-hmm. And guess how many spots there are available? Probably five for each site. <laughs> Maybe three or four. How many different areas are there? There's, oh. there's quite a few. Oh, okay. There's like 10. But it's, so it's 122 people that get in? Or 100 and 100, it was like 140 something. Okay, 140 they get in. Yeah. So if only three get in from each site. Well, I can't. I mean, I'm not, I don't know the exact numbers and everything, but like, that's what. Okay, I mean, that's what you're gonna look at. You're gonna okay. have. You're gonna have. Okay, All let's right, say here we go. A pill battle. Forty people and there's five spots. You're telling me you're gonna finish inside the what? What is? What's the percentage there, Stack High Madison? What's the? If it's forty people, five spots. What's the percent they get in? Um, it'd be a little 8%. less than ten percent. Yeah. I mean. No chance. I'm, I mean, I don't know which one for me. I'm just throwing a goal out there, right? Just throwing it out there. Wait, here's here's the one thing though, right? If I set the goal and say, hey, I want to I want to uh, to qualify for the state open, if that's what I have to shoot up to get there, right? Then worst case scenario, if I can get my game at least close enough to that, I'll be in a pretty good spot, right? So maybe I don't make it this coming year, but if I can get some quality rounds and get a really really good swing dialed in. When was the last time you hit range balls? Um, it's, it's last this, week, it's I think. You this long, no chance. Last week, Madison, we're in prime golf season right now. You realize there's if if we say there's eleven months. Yeah, eleven how many, months. How many of those months are just unplayable for Virginia weather? There's plenty of indoor facilities. I can get on TrackMan at you know. I think I'm done. I think I'm done hitting off TrackMan. Why you think it's messing you up? I think it is. Like your distances or your swing? Swing. Because on TrackMan, if I need to pump a 4 and 220, I have a certain swing. Uh-huh. And that swing just doesn't work on grass. Hmm. Interesting. Because uh, I have a few par threes that were like that 215 into the wind where I'm definitely not hitting two iron. Yeah. Four iron's not enough, so I try to crank a four, and it's just absolutely horrendous. Short or just like not even? It could be... A, a a pull draw way left. It can be a high fan out right. Like the just the strike isn't there. Oh, okay. I got you. For the swing I'm taking. So. So here's yeah. what. So here's what we'll say then. All right. So, I'll give you. Uh, like I said, I'll I follow. Want, I don't want no part in I'll this. I'll follow your your uh, uh-huh. swing plan. Uh, however we want to do it. We so we we've done this before. We talked about it in the first episode. We've done this before. Um. And my practice habits were not fitting for Sterling's um, coaching habits because, you know, most of the times I'll get on the range and if he's like, hey, I need you to, you know, I, I want you to do this drill, I'll do it for a little bit. And then, um, you know, then I'm like, all right, well, let me just move on to another club. And then I'll move on to another club. And he's like, no, no, you just need to do it with your pitching wedge. Hit the shot, hit the shot 100 times with your pitching wedge or hit the shot 50 times with your pitching wedge. And then you can move on. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. And I'll hit it 20 times, and I'll be like, all right, let me hit my 7-iron, or let me hit my 4-iron, or let me try this 2-iron here. And so it just doesn't it doesn't go well. And, uh, you know, obviously your teacher gets a little upset with you um, when, you don't, when you don't follow a lesson plan. So here's, here's what I'm saying. I will follow, follow the lesson plan. I will do whatever, whatever you tell me to do. And then how about this? That's my goal, to make it to the state open. We'll see where we are come May. Is it? Do you think they're May or June? When do you think the actual qualifiers are? Um, 
Yeah, probably May and June. Okay. So we will evaluate it in April and see where we, where we think the game is. Maybe we'll do we'll give like an update every every month and see kind of where we are. See where my scores are. All right. All right. Well, that's uh that's about it this week. Um you know, two opens. Um and I don't know, what do you have going on this week? Are you playing any golf this week? No, I'm not playing any golf this week. Um, I still have my third round of the match play I have to do. Did you figure out where you're playing? Uh, no, I haven't figured out where I'm playing. I know okay. who I'm playing. Um, I just need to reach out. We have a month to do so. So I don't know. After this weekend, I don't really want to touch a golf club for a few oh days. Oh, God. So just a, a quick uh, refresh. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm uh, going to play tomorrow. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we are playing yeah. tomorrow, aren't we? Tomorrow. We're going we're gonna to squeeze nine in in the afternoon. We're going to go out to Stonehenge, see if I can get it for some redemption. Shout out Stonehenge for the follow on Instagram. Yep. And then um, going to Lynchburg on That's Tuesday. Right. We are going to Lynchburg on Tuesday. Um, so I looked at a couple of different courses. We're either going to play Ivy Hill, which I've already played before, or there's another one. Um, I think it's actually a, a I think it's a country club, but you might be able to play there called Winton Farm. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. So I looked it up online, and it looks like it's in, in great shape. But um, I think if you're a VSGA member, you can play out there and not be a member. Um, but it looks like it's, you know, maybe they do, like, some Airbnb um, stuff out there, or you can stay on site. I'm not really sure. But I looked it up as I was just kind of scanning the map, um, and it looks it looks great. So I was going to call them tomorrow and see if they're going <laughs> to let me out there. <laughs> see if they'll let me out there to stink it up. Um but yeah, so uh, playing on Tuesday while I'm out of town, and then um, I don't know. Hopefully, playing this coming weekend as well. But yeah, you're going to play a lot of rounds. That that's I think that's one of my biggest issues. I just haven't played a lot of golf. So I was thinking about this is my. So we played it obviously in a tournament together, but that was a a best ball a tournament. Hit, that was a hit and giggle. Right, captain's choice. I hate when people play best ball. So my. Uh, other than that, I've only played two full 18 rounds, 18 hole rounds this year. Several nine holes at Stonehenge, but I think two um, full 18, uh, 18 hole rounds this year. So, yeah, the the practice isn't really there, the the plane isn't really there. So we're gonna try and we're trying to beef that up. It's tough when you have a four month old. Like, come on, cut me some slack. I'm not cutting you any slack. You see how it is here. It's chaos. So, if you don't know, we're in person for the first time in, in five weeks because Madison has been out of town. He's got kids, COVID, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to cut you any slack as you've made your you, – you set your goal and you know what your life is. And no, I'm saying cut me some slack for before. Not now. Oh. Not now. Wait. From, from so here. what has changed? So I'm telling you, I'm, I've set a goal. Before, I, w- I was just like, hey, I'll just play golf whenever. I'll throw this money, uh, you know, I'll throw this money away or, or burn it or donate to charity like I do to Stonehenge every month, and I'll just play <laughs> once every every blue moon. But I'm saying now, like we we have a goal, it's it's a year away or maybe a little a little less, and this is what we're gonna do. So starting now, it's it's how do we get there? It's uh, oh god, he's saying we, oh man, Whew. Well, we, you you would be the coach. You're going to just drain me of all my powers, and then I won't make the cut next year because I'm going to be so worried about you. No, no, no. L- listen, 
All I'm saying is you can you can create the lesson plan like we've we've done before, right? I need you to look at the swing because the swing has changed, unfortunately. Um, after you fired me last time, uh, definitely did some YouTube uh, tutorials again, so the swing has changed a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, look at the swing again. Figure out where we need to be because um, it felt really good the other day, and then today it was just kind of like I don't know. I felt like I didn't even know where my right arm was. I just I don't know. It just wasn't attached to your body. No, it really it didn't even <laughs> didn't even feel like it. I'd get the club back and I'd be like, how am I even holding on to this thing? Um, so yeah, we're just gonna we'll take a look at it and see see what needs to be done. We'll go through some some more regimented practice, um, make sure I'm hitting the range, and then we'll see where we are a year from now. We'll see where we are eight months from now. How about that? You're sh- right. He's shaking his head. I know nobody I'm can shaking, see this. He's yeah. just shaking his head, and I, I know who he's already thinking. But uh, I'm just gonna say yes, and then when it all falls down, like London's Bridge, I mean, you'll hear it on the podcast. So, yeah, that's okay. Well, you know, however many listeners we have now, <laughs> you can hold me accountable for it. I will follow Sterling's plan, um, and then, you know, hopefully next year we'll be able to recap and we'll talk about both our rounds. Probably not gonna happen, but could be worth it. Be great if it worked out. You know how many? You know how many? How many more people would sign up from lesson for lessons from you? Yeah, all twenty of our viewers. Listeners. Well, I mean, if if I if I go start showing up, people are like, dang man, who's your swing coach? We're like, let me tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you where I was a year ago because it was not <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, looking forward to to tomorrow. Uh, we'll see. Um, everything's going this will probably be the last time you touch the club for a while like you said and then uh we'll have a little hit and giggle tomorrow yeah uh posted a new video on tiktok i don't know if you saw it did you see it madison i did yeah i didn't like the way we did it yeah it was kind of i filmed it so what it, what was i don't understand it was supposed to be cross-country golf so is that what is that what when you see it means like we're supposed to know that it's cross-country golf no oh, okay i just said let me know when you see it to see if you know how it's like it's like find the difference in these two photos oh. but there's no difference they're the same photo hashtag yeah. office hashtag yeah. creed yeah um so yeah i didn't yeah, yeah i didn't like the way we shot it um it was still impressive if if, if you haven't looked at the uh, haven't seen the video yet so we started on a, a shorter par five sterling hitch driver three wood over the trees um, into the fairway of the par four next hole and then wedge out of the bunker and then two putt. Mm-hmm. So um, it was really impressive. Um, but if, you know, if you do see the video, that's what's going on there. So, so yeah, make sure to check us out on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all at two in one golf. And uh, we appreciate you all taking the time to listen to episode seven. Congratulations to Cam Smith on winning the Open, his first major. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh, were you waiting for you to say oi, oi, oi? We'll see you next time. (laughs) 